Hi, it's Frank at Frank Bible Truth. Let me be frank with you once again. I want to answer a question today that honestly, when I became a believer, drove me just a little bit crazy. How do you choose a Bible? Where do you even start? Now this video is not for the Bible scholars among us. I'm targeting those who are new to Bible study, who are getting more serious about Bible study, and it's a great video for those who are considering buying a Bible for someone else in one of those categories. In this video, I'm going to narrow down the hundreds of Bible choices down to just a few. In a few minutes, I'll give you my recommendations based on my years of study. I want to set you up for long-term success and help you actually spend your time in Bible study instead of spending your time trying to find out which Bible to study. I'll also explain why I don't recommend online study for those who are new to the faith. So let's dive in. Okay, so you're very excited. God is beginning to reveal himself to you and you're developing this desire to want to learn what he says about himself in the Bible. So with your enthusiasm really high, you begin to search for your own personal Bible. Whether you're online or in a Christian bookstore, you're immediately overwhelmed in a three-letter tsunami. Letters seem to come flying at you. NIV, ESV, NKJ, ASB, NLT, NET, ISV, NCV, RSV, ASV, NASB, NRSV, and all you know is YNI. You have no idea. Then it turns out that these various versions are available in study Bibles, women's Bibles, men's Bibles, new believer Bibles, spirit-filled Bibles, youth Bibles, teen Bibles, and children's Bibles. If you choose a study Bible, you have to pick from names of people you probably never heard of. Holman, Darby, Cambridge, Nelson, MacArthur, Schofield, and Thompson. Then it seems that there are Bibles for fishermen and veterans and moms and dads and business leaders and nurses and doctors and pastors and artists and grandparents. Some of the Bibles can be very confusing. For example, you may have come across the Jewish Bible, the complete Jewish Bible, the message Bible, the keyword Bible, the chronological Bible, the Catholic Bible, and the archeological Bible. If you get through those decisions, then you're asked to consider what size print you want, whether you want hardback or softback, indexed or non-indexed, leather, fake leather, goat skin, some kind of animal skin. Then they come in multiple colors and some even come two-toned. Some have rough covers, some smooth, some have both. Some are indexed, some are red letter editions, some have closure tabs or zippers. And you find that they range anywhere from $4 up to as much as $500 or more if you're willing to go for the exotic animal skin versions. And yes, they really do exist. So if you're at the point of where you're just like, just tell me what to buy, okay, I will. First thing to consider, study Bible or not. A study Bible means that in addition to the actual text of the Bible, on each page there'll be study notes to help you understand what you're reading. There'll be articles and texts and lists and definitions and maps and other sources of information to help you better understand what you're reading. Now it's important to note that the study notes are just someone's ideas and explanation regarding the text. Study notes are helpful, but it's important to know that notes are not scripture. They don't carry the authority of God's word. When you open a study Bible, you see God's word at the top half and then you see the study notes below. Some study notes are done by groups of people, others by an individual. Let me give you my advice. I prefer study Bibles that are put together by groups of people. 
I think it's safer because you're not just getting one person's perspective. There are checks and balances in the process of actually writing the notes. Next piece of advice. Unless you're a very mature believer, you should buy a study Bible. You'll need help understanding a book that was written to a first century Jewish audience. There are too many cultural contexts and too many things you can miss and not understand the meaning without additional explanation and insight. Study Bibles are big and thick, and you may think getting a smaller Bible will make it easier to take with you and read, and that is true. But if you don't understand what you're reading, you're going to stop reading. So take home point number one, plan to get a study Bible. If you've gone this far in the video, you definitely need a study Bible. If you have the resources and desire, you can buy a more portable Bible to carry with you, but when it's time to study, you need to pull out that bigger study Bible. Next thing to consider, which version should you buy? Let me help you understand first why there are so many versions. The original Bible was written in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. Bibles are translated into various languages from those original texts, including English. The problem is, is that not every word in those three languages translates instantly to English or into some other language. If you translated the original three languages directly into English or some other language, the original meaning might get missed. Each of the Bible translations are the various ways of dealing with that challenge. When the languages don't match up and the meaning could be lost or misunderstood, do we keep it as it is? Add a few words. Instead of translating each word, do we translate a phrase that might be more reflective of the original meaning? Or some combination of those approaches might work. At the far extreme, some may decide to rewrite the entire paragraph or thought into a completely new text that's easy to understand but perhaps different than the original. Each of these approaches has their advantages and disadvantages. We'll have to save all those for another video if you're interested, though, in the front of every Bible, the approach to translation is usually spelled out in the first few pages. I'll spare you having to figure out that for yourself by giving you an easy approach for all of this. Let's start with those who choose to translate word for word. Word for word translations make the words of the original text the most important thing, even if the ideas might be missed. They're harder to understand in someone's native language. The problem is that figures of speech and context can be missed and lead to misunderstanding. Thus, for those starting out, I don't recommend the King James Version, the New King James Version, or the New American Standard Bible. Now, I realize there are King James only folks, and thus their decision's easy. I don't agree with them, but I understand where they're coming from. It's just not a key issue for me. At the other extreme are those Bibles that don't translate word for word but rather translate phrase to phrase. They try to take the original idea and translate it accurately to the modern day language. The Bible that comes to mind here is the NLT or New Living Translation. For everyone who's just starting out and new to the idea of reading the Bible, I recommend a study Bible in the NLT version. It's easier to read, it's a bit less intimidating than the other translations, and it keeps the original meaning. This is a great first Bible for anyone who speaks English. However, for those who are beyond their first Bible, I recommend a translation where the text is word for word unless that translation missed the point, and then they translate it phrase to phrase, and importantly, they tell you in the text each time they've done that. 
The two best examples of this type of translation are the ESV and the NIV. So here's my take home message for you. My recommendations to select your Bible. If you're brand new to Bible study, I recommend that you consider getting two Bibles. One should be an NLT study Bible and the other the message Bible. Use the NLT study Bible as your primary Bible. When you want to get a general idea of what's going on, go read the message Bible. If you can't buy two Bibles, then clearly an NLT study Bible is the best choice. I do not recommend the Message Bible alone as your primary Bible. So for those new to the faith, I would choose either of these exact Bibles, the NLT Study Bible or the NLT Life Application Study Bible. Those Bibles come in all kinds of colors, covers, text sizes. If you're brand new to Bible study, I would recommend that you get an index version if you can, because it'll help you find where the books are in the Bible. They have on the side of the pages the tabs with each book of the Bible, and they're called thumb index. If it says it's red letter edition, that just means that the words of Jesus are printed in red. That's a preference for you. For those that are somewhere in between the new believer and the scholar, which is most of us, I recommend either the NIV, New International Version, or the ESV, Study Bible, English Standard Bible. There are some of the most popular versions and ones that you tend to see in sermons, and printed on materials at church. Of these two, my favorite is the ESV Study Bible because I think the study notes are more thorough than in some of the NIV options, but that's just my opinion. The notes are incredible, the maps are clear, the keywords are explained, and the articles are informative. I really like that when there are interpretive challenges, they let you know and they show you the alternative views. You really can't go wrong with either of these two choices. So for this group, I recommend the ESV Study Bible, the NIV Study Bible, and the Life Application NIV Study Bible. I would encourage you, particularly early on, to stay away from Bibles that have a theme as your primary Bible study. Most of those Bibles are not true study Bibles. They don't tell you what the text really means, but rather they insert devotionals and articles that appeal to your life situation or hobbies. Bibles for golfers and hunters and moms and dads and others are best left for those seeking a devotional, but not a primary study Bible. I don't recommend online Bible studies for those who are new to the faith. That may surprise you. I think it's critical that when you're a new believer, you get a very real sense of the overall structure, organization, and outline of the Bible. I also think that using an actual book slows you down a little bit and gets you to spend time thinking about what you're looking up. When you study the Bible online, the resources come to you very quickly and you get no real idea of where in the Bible that link just took you. Part of Bible study is slowing down and absorbing the text, soaking it in and abiding with God. I feel that can be missed with online resources, particularly for those who are just starting out. Remember, the purpose of Bible study is not to gain information only, but to slow down and meet the heart of God in the scriptures. This occurs when you abide, when you engage with the intent of staying for a while. Those who know me are probably surprised a bit at this recommendation. I'm a huge fan of electronic books and almost every book I own, whether it's medical, spiritual magazines, or general reading, are almost all electronic. The only books that I have that aren't electronic are Bibles. So if you're starting out, get a real physical paper study Bible and use the electronic one on your phone only for quick lookup. So these are my recommendations. Just starting out, your version, in my opinion, 
should be the NLT, New Living Translation. Go get either the NLT Study Bible or the NLT Life Application Study Bible. Almost everybody else, the ESV Study Bible, the NIV Study Bible, or the NIV Life Application Bible. If you're a scholar, you don't need me to tell you which Bible you might prefer. Those are my recommendations. You can get these online for $40 to $120, depending upon your choices. I didn't provide a link below because I don't really take promotional endorsements. That's not what this channel's about. If you have a local Christian bookstore, those are becoming a rare thing, and I encourage you to buy your Bible there. Let me know in the comments below if you thought this video was helpful, or if you have questions, or if you'd like to share your insights into the selection process. If you enjoyed this material, subscribe and tell your friends. We'll see you in the next video. Thank you.